And hello, everybody. We have John Shear, who still thinks Tua deserves MVP, which is disgusting. Myself, Jake Malik, and JB, who couldn't be here. But our man Jay, who's not a rug, but tells me JB is. And Jay, I appreciate the callback from what? That was two weeks ago now, I think, right? Two, three weeks yeah. ago. You were you were here, and I made a comment. We are talking about The Big Lebowski, and I said that movie is great, and it's I was just talking about, you know, the the room, you know, the room is tied together by the rug. It's it's a great scene. It is. And, and I have no know, idea what you're talking about. I know, and you still, you obviously didn't do your homework, which I'm very disappointed about. What do you have to say yeah. for yourself, John? Uh, I'm excited that uh, the new Top Gun's coming out on Paramount Plus December 22nd. So I'm excited because oh, nice. I get to watch it. Oh, great okay. film. Well, there you go. I'm excited. All right, well. Let's uh, let's start this up and t- talk about something you shouldn't be excited about. Uh, or, John, I guess in your case, you should. Uh, and I can't believe I want to talk about them. But we're going to talk about the New York Jets because your division may have the most incompetent quarterback I've ever seen in the past <laughs> 10 years, maybe. I'm, I'm making a rough estimate of 10 years. I think I think that's a fair statement. If somehow somebody doesn't know what happened, um, I, I will tell the people, and then we can discuss this. The Jets played the Patriots on Sunday, and it was a defensive battle, which I'm not surprised about. Two of the best defenses in the whole league, uh, and and it was it was exactly as you expected. But there were ten points scored for one team and three points for the other. The Patriots won ten to three on the final play of the game. (laughs) And after the game, because the Jets only scored three points, a reporter asked, and rightfully so, to Zach Wilson, the quarterback of the New York Jets, Zach, do you think you let down your defense at all because your offense only scored three points? And Zach didn't skip a beat, which is part of why I'm judging him so much, didn't skip a beat and said, nope, and that was it. And he was, let's move on. And so I bring this up because Daniel Jones is not a great quarterback. Davis Mills is not a great quarterback. And I say that, Jay, those are our two teams. And John Tua is proving to be a good quarterback. I'm not going to say he is one of the best yet because it's only the first season that we've seen this high-level performance. But he's certainly certainly proving to me that he is, a. I would say, definitely a top half of the league. Where I, would I rank him in the top ten? I don't know because I'd have to go through my rankings. But there's never a seen him would. play in the playoffs. You know, right. I haven't but, seen that yet. Certainly, yeah. Tua has earned my respect this season. Right. So I bring Jay and I into this conversation first because we know what it's like to have a bad quarterback and quarterback play that is is not so great. But Jay, have you ever heard your quarterback say something like that? Because I know mine. When he makes a mistake, he admits it and moves mm-hmm. on. Has yours ever done that? Absolutely never in his long-necked life. You know, whenever you get – see, do y'all remember when Josh Rosen was drafted into the league and, and kind of, of how cocky he was? And where is he at now? He and was, then uh, you look at – He was like Ryan Leaf. He was that mm-hmm. kind of guy where he, you know, he thought he was going to destroy the world. And, well – and, and and then you look at Mayfield, who came in cocky, and he's about average at best, maybe. You know, maybe he's a—he's not even a starting quarterback anymore. He's a backup. 
Oh, just so y'all know, uh, Darnold just got named starter this Sunday. Yeah, that's why oh, I did said he really? It. Yes, he Darnold just got named starter this Sunday. Yeah, that's why um, I said he's not a starting quarterback. Well, I mean, he I just saw Baker start, now. you know, at Baltimore. So, I mean, they have their carousel going. Who knows? The theme. <laughs> this is the theme I'm getting at here is: is this league will humble you real quick? I know if I am anyone on the Jets defense. I'm pulling him to the side like you are out your rabbit mind. If you think for one second, the Jets defense went out there and damn near pitched a – no, they, they, they pitched a shutout. The, the Jets defense pitched a shutout. They did not allow them into the end zone. The three points that they – well, the ten points that the Patriots scored was the special teams. First and foremost, and Jake, I hate to bring this up to you, man. My apologies. Oh. Don't but say what that, you're but that, no. but that punter is the second coming of Matt Dodge, and you oh, know what I'm talking about. I knew you were gonna do that to me. And Please. you know what I'm talking you about, Sean Jackson. Oh. Yeah, I was gonna say John doesn't realize what we're talking about. Or anybody? No, else. I know but, what you're talking about. Because first, John, your face looked like you were a little confused for a moment. No, I know exactly what you're okay. talking about, Deshaun. I, I remember that 2010. And I remember immediately afterwards, Matt Dodge was out of the league. He did not play another down. <laughs> why? Not past that season, you know? Like, I, I'm sitting here thinking, why did you kick it to him? You punt it out of bounds. It doesn't even have to be a coffin corner punt. Just kick it out of bounds. What are the chances they kneel it and then they go to overtime? They play for overtime. Yeah. You kicked it to him, and he ran it all the way back. You know what? And, that's and, that's and it the was, biggest problem. It wasn't then, that he kicked it to him. Did you watch the punt? How it, it, There was no hang time. Yeah. There was, there was a line drive, so you don't give your uh, your guys the time to go down to do. there. You don't give your guys time to go down there and get him. It was a line drive, hit him right in the hands, and your guys aren't ready. They're not it, down there, my, and then he yeah. starts. You my, know what I mean? Was a guess on top was, of that, it was a bad punt. My guess was, did they think if they line drived it that he wouldn't catch it? Was that's the only guess I could. Either that or he screwed up the punt, but I don't well, they, think it was. A, they also yeah. talked about him, Jake, after the game. The yeah. Patriots specifically drafted him because he was a fantastic right. returner in college. He mm-hmm. was, this is what his specialty was. Mm-hmm. He went to the University of Houston, and he had a walk-off punt return touchdown. Then it wasn't that long ago. But yeah. back to Zach Wilson, though, to sit here and say, I mean, okay, you know what? I kind of understand, you know, why he said it, seeing as he went, you know, like 34, 39 for 350. Oh, he didn't? He, he, he went um, <laughs> 9 of 22 for 77 yards, and he got the call to sit there with a straight face and say he did not let the defense down? Do you want to hear the best stat, Jay? Do you know how, many, it, punts, do you know how many punts were in that game by the Jets? Ten. He had you know more completions. Zach Wilson had nine. Is correct. Zach Wilson had less completions than their special teams had punts. Homie you want to know a better yeah. stat, Jake? You want to know a better stat than that? And say you didn't let your team down. When your team punts more times than you can complete the ball to anybody is just mind-boggling. Because I, I, before you get to this, John, I just. I want to make the point of how easy a completion can be. If you just throw it to the running back on a small check down, I could get 10 completions in a game. You know why? Because all I got to do is throw it a couple of yards and it just has to go in front of me. That's it. It just, it has to go forward. That's it. Even if it's a yard forward, even if it's two feet in front of me, it's a completion. I'm not saying those completions are all easy, but getting a handful of little ones that were 
easy just to boost your stats a little bit. They're not hard. Zach Wilson had nine. That's it. Of 22 attempts. So Awful. So, Jake, let me give you a better, like an even better set because your stat was fantastic. The Jets in the second half averaged two points. Two point four inches per play. (laughs) Inches per play. That is like I've never seen that in my entire life of watching football. That is the greatest stat I've ever heard. Two point four inches per play. This is my AirPods case. This is probably about two inches long. That's how this, much they average this per is, play in the I mean, game. I don't know the exact length, but I'm a, you know, this is an approximate length of what the Jets the whole did team. per play. In the second that is, half. It, <laughs> That's so great. I, I, I get having a bad offense. To, it happens. Bad offensive days happen against good defenses nonetheless. But less than, less than a yard per play. You didn't even gain a yard per play. You had two feet per play. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. That is so bad, I cannot even begin to put it into words. And so to wrap this kind of back on itself, to, to, to bring it back to the real important point, Zach Wilson was given a layup of a question. If I got asked that question, even if I don't believe it, all I got to say is the quarterback is, man, you know, Today was – look, they were a great defense, but there's no denying that the way we played on offense, not only did I let my defense down, I let my coaches down, I let myself down. I'm really – this is not the kind of performance I expected of myself or this offense. We, there's a lot to improve on. You know, I, I applaud the defense for what they did today. They really were the only reason I, I can admit that we were in this. Our offense was not there. I'm not happy about it, but we're going to work on it. We're going to be better next week. Mm-hmm. Layup of an answer. And that's I, came New York media. I came up with that. I came up with that off the spot, by the way. I didn't have that prepared. Mm-hmm. I had it just just as much as Zach did. You know, yeah, you don't give have me the question. Here's my anything, answer. Yeah. And and so to give the response of no, I mean, it's not like he went. Oh, he didn't just say no. no. He said he, absolutely he didn't, he not. Take yeah, that, it was that co- a confident I, no. Yeah, it, he didn't take that second to go. No, I'm not. I don't think so. He was. Immediately on it, like, nope, I did not. And it's it's the confidence that you want in a quarterback, but in the wrong situation. situation. You don't want him that confident that you suck and can't admit it because to me, that is to, – to me, that's so emblematic. He really of, said of, that like he's, he played a lights-out game. <laughs> yeah. He really said that like he played a lights-out I mean, game. I mean, come on, man. Like, you, you, Daniel Jones on a second. Multiple on. interceptions this weekend was better than you. Hold on, and just one second, because we, we we got to go just a tad bit deeper into this, because I can't believe what Buddy said. Hold on, just one second. I got to look up his box score, because this, because this. Jay, okay, hold was, on a second. It was bad. Here we go. I, I think so. So all told, we got to establish that he was nine of 22, 77 yards. He averaged three point five yards per attempt. Uh, his QBR was 24.5. His passer rating was a flat 50. 50. 50. That's about as low as it gets, I believe. Yeah. It's near the bottom, yeah. I don't, I don't know that it gets much lower than that. And I, I, did you guys see the stats about Zach Wilson? His stats wow. this year, um, out of 33 quarterbacks, they ranked him at 33. They're awful. He's, 
basically dead last in everything. He's terrible. Out of 33 quarterbacks, he's basically and dead last. I Interception to touchdown ratio, passing completion percentage, I think it's like 55%. It's just awful. Um, four touchdowns, five picks. You're a starting quarterback. You have four touchdowns. In 2022, yeah. this isn't 1971. I mean, this is not a, a, an era where defense reigns supreme. Again, I know this was a good defensive show, and I'm not denying that. But to be that bad is yeah. almost and, impossible. You have to the, actually attempt to be that bad. And the crazy part about it is is the Jets are 6-4. and four. Even with that type of quarterback, if you were to line up Brees Hall or James Robinson in the Wildcat, you probably got the same record. To be fair, one of those wins was a miracle win with Flacco against the Browns. To be you fair. know what? Flacco definitely wins that game on Sunday. I don't care what anyone oh, yeah. says. Flacco yeah. definitely wins that game on Sunday. Yeah, I can't argue with that. Or at least and he go to overtime. Probably, probably, and he completes more than nine balls. And the last <laughs> thing, uh, well, completing that much is not an accomplishment. But you're correct. Uh, the last thing I want to leave this on, uh, actually, well, two things. Number one, I, I saw this. So NFL on CBS on Instagram the other day posted the about Zach Wilson. I'm going to give you these stats, and I'm, I'm going to give you his stats. I'm going to put them next to somebody else. I don't want you guys to try and guess. Now, obviously, I'm going to tell you now. This is another quarterback. This is a quarterback who was obviously uh, not very good, and he did turn out to be a draft bust. Zach Wilson's passer rating was a, so far through the first 20 career starts. Both of these players have these stats. Zach Wilson has a 70.7, and our mystery player is a 70.6. The passing to – Passing touchdown to interception ratio is 13 to 16 for Wilson, and mystery player is 15 to 13. Completion percentage for Wilson is 55.6, and mystery player is 52.1. Yards per attempt for Wilson is 6.3, mystery player is 6.2, and the overall win loss record is 8 and 12 for Zach, Zach Wilson, and the mystery player is 6 and 14. Do you have any guesses as to who this? Other quarterback was that I'm my hint is he was a bust. Jamarcus. Okay, Jay. Any guesses? Um Johnny Menzel. Johnny Menzel. John, John, did you see these stats beforehand? No, I did not. You are very correct. That is Jamarcus Russell versus Zach Wilson. I, I was and, I, I, my final and, determination was the win loss record. Once you gave yes. me the win loss, I knew it. I and knew and it was Jay, good. your guess is a good guess too. Don't get me wrong. But the reason I say that is Zach Wilson has been awful in every conceivable way. And not that he's been Jamarcus Russell bad because there is a difference. I don't don't know. I mean, 55% is pretty Jamarcus. Jamarcus was bad for different reasons is my point. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Zach is not athletic. He's very athletic. Jamarcus was – it's his own fault. Zach is just playing terribly and, and not adjusting to the NFL properly. It seems, and, the, and that's and the, the difference. The thing is, Jake, like we see, we see flashes. We've seen flashes from Trevor Lawrence. He's in year two. He hasn't like taken the step to where he becomes the guy we think he can be. But we've but seen he's showing us something. He's showing us something. something. And, and he's two playing first, well enough. Two of the first two years, we've seen flashes. And um, and John. To your like, point, real quick, he's shown improvement, which is important. Right, right. That's what I'm consider- saying. Is he like he's considerably improved from last these, season. I believe these I'm young very, guys that we've I'm very seen, impressed. all these young guys that we've seen. You just want to. It's not necessarily about the win loss or the or the 
touchdowns and picks. It's just about like, are you getting better? Are you making yeah. reads? Are you, you doing don't need the to things? be perfect, mm-hmm. right? Exactly. It's a different that's why Lawrence we're, this year. we're not killing Trevor Lawrence yet. No. You know what I mean? We're but we understand. Absolutely like, not. Year three is typically when it's like, okay, it's either you're going to make it or you're not. And Zach Wilson, like they gave him weapons. Yeah, I, I mean, lines pretty good. They gave him before Brees Hall got hurt. Yeah. A nice run game. They went and got James Robinson. Like they went and drafted Garrett Wilson. Like yeah, absolutely. Given and him John. weapons and like I, but I see nothing out of him. Like I've seen to, zero to, progression. To your to your Trevor Lawrence point, real quick. And I'm um, this is I'm going to point out positive things that he's done. So right. he played 17 games last season. This year he's only played 10. But just to point out. His record is still not good, but that's indicative of his team, not him, because his completion percentage is up over six full points. It, and last year was as, the Urban a, Meyer year, so I give him a pass. Right. Yeah, we're not going to hold last, him against that. Last, last year, he only had 12 touchdowns. This year, he already has 13. And more importantly, last year, he had 17 interceptions. This year, he has only six. Yeah. Now, those are just some stats, and I don't need to go through every single stat he has. Because if we do that, we're going to be here forever. But we see. But ultimately, the point is, he cuts down on turnovers. His record is the same, but it's not his fault. He's throwing more touchdowns, so he's making more plays, and that is indicative of having more receivers and better receivers. We're seeing improvement from him. He's a yeah. better quarterback on the field as well. Just watching him, I think he looks better. This is what you expect. Now, Trevor Lawrence, maybe you could say, "Oh, we expect him to be, uh, you know, so amazing in, in by year two or three. That's just high expectations, but he's showing improvement. Zach Wilson looks just as bad, if not worse. It's not going anywhere. It's it's if it's going anywhere, it's going backwards. It's not getting better. It has. So, so I have a question. Um, do you guys think that they should do the Josh Rosen thing and just pull the plug? Because they did it with Josh Rosen in Arizona, where they were just like, you know what? We know he's not it. Like, let's just pull the plug if now. They, if they can get the we right think quarterback, we have a nice yeah. team. Like, yeah. If they can you know what? They, you gotta think. Bryce Young's coming out. CJ Stroud's coming out. I hate to say it. You're not getting them next year because your record is too good. You know who's a free agent this season? Lamar. Pretty sure he's a free, if I remember correctly, he's a free agent this season. I'm I'm fairly confident. That would, yeah, correct. that would make for – I mean, I think he'll get franchise tagged, but I think that would make for a very interesting Jets team with Brees Hall and Garrett Wilson and that defense. I, that would be very interesting. I mean, and I, I'm, I'm checking Lamar Jackson to make sure I'm correct. Um, I'm, I'm fairly confident Yeah, because he he's betting on himself this year. Yeah, so I'm pretty sure he's going to be an unrestricted free agent. I mean, they're um, probably going to franchise him, you know, yeah. again, probably. Well, we'll see. But my point being that, um, no, he's an unrestricted free agent in in the upcoming season. So we'll see what happens. Um, But my point being, there's as far as I'm concerned, there's no reason to think the Jets shouldn't go get him. You have a elite defense, I think, with with one of the best rookie corners I've seen in a long time. Honestly, he he looks awesome. And and you're right, Brees Hall is. Had he not been hurt, we said this a couple oh, weeks he ago. Fantastic. I, I think the Jets could have had the offensive and defensive rookie of the year. They could have had Brees Hall and Sauce Gardner both winning rookie of the year. Obviously, Brees Hall gets hurt, so he's not going to win it. He'll probably go to Chris Olave, is my guess. Maybe Damian Pierce. We'll see. Um, and, and, I, I and, and not point. the point. 
But, I want to make a point on what JT said yeah. in the comments. Uh, yeah, he, he said made a, uh, he sent us a message. Yeah, flashiest game was Week Eight against the Pats, 20 of 41, three fifty five, and twenty eight point four QBR. Those three fifty five yards were like he was Probably not actual catch. He was bad. Like he was. He, yeah, and he, he had three picks. And so, the picks weren't just interceptions. They were really bad interceptions. They were really like, bad interceptions. So yeah. It wasn't even close. He forced them like. It wasn't like it tipped off guys' hands, and it's like, oh, man, that's a pick. It was just like, hey, it's where the heck Zach are you Wilson throwing is, it to, dude? I think it's just who Zach Wilson is. Yeah. Um, and that's and the last thing I want to just make a point of saying is that's why Robert Sala, I believe it was yesterday, didn't commit to Zach Wilson starting this week. He's not mm-hmm. saying Zach is his starter. He's nope. saying, look, we'll see. I, if I'm Robert Sala, I actually would throw Joe Flacco in there because where's Mike White? Where's Mike the Goat? Five he's touchdowns a, versus the Bengals. Where did he, he's got a what, chance to start? He? He's got a chance to start. Was it Kevin I, I, might, I, I might say go throw Joe Flacco out there. Why? Sure, he can look like a statue at times, but you know what you're going to get from him. You can feel confident enough that offensively he will do better, and it he can't won't be worse. Totally he won't lose you a game, right? <laughs> yeah. He's not going to lose you the game necessarily. He's a decent quarterback. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens. But I got to be honest, I'm kind of rooting for, uh, for Wilson to not start because uh, he kind of has an earned job. Um, I got to be honest. So one last question, football related, that I want to bring up. And then, John, I know something there was something you wanted to talk about. So happily, we'll talk about that. Um, I was looking at the NFC playoff picture and, you know, it's admittedly a little top heavy. Uh, I gotta be honest. I I think realistically expected, I I think realistically there's like three or four good teams. Maybe I, I would say, but anyway, so with that said, I wanted to ask the two of you, of the playoff teams, and I can rattle them off for you in the NFC in case you don't know them off the top of your head, no problem. Who do you think is the best team? And just to give you guys the teams, it's the Eagles, Vikings, 49ers, Bucks, Cowboys, Giants, Seahawks. Those are the seven NFC playoff teams. Who do you think are the – who do you think is the best, number one? And – I'm. I have my mind made up, so I just want to hear what you guys had to say. I'll start with you, Jay. What, what do you think? Number one, it doesn't have to be based on the rank of current, but based on just what you've seen and what you know from these teams. Uh, number one, Philadelphia, undoubtedly. Okay. They're, they're they're the most complete team out of all of them. Um, you know, one could say the Cowboys, but you kind of don't know which deck or even which Cowboys team is going to show up. You know. Now, some people kind of knocked them down a notch because of their one-point win versus uh, the Colts. But you also have to understand that this is what the Colts do as well. I don't care how bad of a year they have, and they will stand up to a contender. They're kind of like the AFC's Cowboys, you know? Right. Um, But also at the same time, you know, you got to realize that not every game is going to be a a blowout. blowout. Not every game is going to be domination. What matters is the win column. Exactly. Any coach, any coach, past, present, and even future will tell you good teams find a way to win. Good teams find a way to win. And I know that one up top, 
he can reference uh, the Miami Baltimore game, you know, or any or or even the Bills Ravens or anything like that. But good teams find a way to win. They came out with the win. That's the most important stat. Um, so that lets you know that they can dominate and they're built to come from behind if need be. Um, they kept fighting. That's what they kept fighting. They got stunned for three quarters, you know, yeah, uh, but I, they kept fighting. They got the ball back and Hurts let them to, uh, no, Hurts no let question them to that they're a good team, unfortunately. John, yeah, so I've got to go Philadelphia. Go ahead, John. John, your, your number one a, uh, NFC team, excuse me. I mean, it easily has to be San Fran, right? They have the best complement of weapons. One of the best lines in the NFC. Uh, I mean, like, and it, the defense is absolutely fantastic. Kyle Shanahan is, I mean, he's the best coach probably out of, let me think. Out of, out of, the, yeah, out of, out of the playoff teams, out of the playoff yeah, teams in the NFC. I think that's fair to say. Him or Pete Carroll, I mean, you could interchangeable to me for yeah, best coach. I, I mean, Pete Carroll, you have to give him his, you have to give him his credit for what he did with the Seahawks. Doing with Gino, yeah. But, and Gino looks like, good to his own credit. Kyle Shanahan's better than Sirianni as a head coach. You know, oh, absolutely. Kyle Shanahan's track record, everything he's done. Um, so, like, the Niners just with CMC, Kittle, Debo, Ayuk. I mean, Ayuk has absolutely stepped up this year for them. Debo really hasn't. Uh, but they just have so many weapons. It's like, who do you cover? And then the defense, I mean, with Bosa and, and Fred Warner, just so good. And I know they're six and four, but um, I, I think you know. Remember, they started out with Trey Lance, so yeah, mm-hmm. they started out slow, and then they got Jimmy G. And I'm not saying he's the reason they turn it around, but, but things that turn around before, certainly. As we've said before, he's the guy that he's not going to lose you the game, but he's not going to win you the game. Mm-hmm. And their defense is good enough, and their run game is good enough, and their weapons are good enough to where Jimmy G just has to kind of be there and not turn the ball over and make some plays every once in a while and. That's the formula for the Niners. And so I think they're far and away the best team in the NFC. The Eagles have an extremely leaky run defense. That is their issue. They, I know they went and got Sue. I, know, I understand that. But their run defense has been bad. Even with Sue in that game, Jonathan Taylor absolutely ran all over them. That's a concern. Huh? And when they play, mm-hmm. play the Niners in the playoffs, if they do, or if they play the Vikings again, those are teams with great run run games that you that's have true. to account for. Yeah, that's true. You know, but to John's point, and I'm going to go opposite just 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 a tad bit here. You know, you say the Niners are six and four, but it makes you wonder how did they get six and four if they're that great of a team? Because they should be like eight and two. They should be. Don't forget, one of those L's was to Chicago, and yeah, all they have is Justin Lance. Fields. But that I was mean, a that Trey Lance game, in that the was a tra- but, That was a but, monsoon. So I really, I mean, that was a monsoon. Like, so that was just like that was one of the worst games weather-wise you could have had. Yeah, I mean, Mm -hmm. I I really can't pin that on the Niners. Like, that's just like whoever survives in that game with whoever has the ball last probably wins. Pretty much, yeah. 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 Their losses have come to the Broncos against a good defense, obviously. The Bears, as you had already mentioned. Uh, The Falcons. They they, they had an L to the Broncos. Not. I'm sorry. That's, That's just – I know – no, I don't – I know they have an elite defense, but that is still a bad loss because that offense is putrid. Putrid. 16, 16 to 11 or 16 to 13 or something stupid. It was 11 to 10. 11 to they 10. Had a, a loss to the Falcons where clearly they were just asleep at the wheel. Yeah. And then a loss to the Chiefs, which 
honestly, losing to the Chiefs is, is not necessarily yeah. something to be embarrassed by because i got to be honest. The Chiefs so two really losses great. that they really shouldn't have had. And so, John, it's why I have to agree that I actually would say the 49ers are – and it's why I pose this question because record-wise, they're, they're not the flashiest. But, man, name a better team on paper at the very least. And then watching them play, they're pretty good. Okay, with with CMC and now Elijah Mitchell back, you have just this incredible running back tandem. Jimmy G, I got to be honest, I know we call him a game manager a lot, and we don't necessarily give him the credit he deserves. He's pretty good, guys. He has looked pretty, pretty good. And Let me ask you a question. That. Let me ask you a question, Jake. The Niners last year, were they a top seed? No. Did they have to go on the road the entire time in the playoffs? They got yes, hot at the right time. What did they do? Went to Dallas. They can't beat Dallas. They beat Dallas. Yes, Went they to Green can. Bay. Mm-hmm. They beat Green Bay. In the snow. The Rams. They lost to the Rams, but the Rams like had to pull it out of their ass to beat the it Niners. Was a, it true. was a tough like, win. The Niners can win on the road. They don't have to be a number one. Like, Philly has to uh-huh. be in Philadelphia to win the NFC. They're not going to Dallas. They're not going to San Fran. They're not going to these places and winning the NFC, in my opinion. They got to be in Philadelphia and get that crowd behind them. San Fran yeah. don't have to do that. They can go anywhere you want them to go. And, and John, the big ass. thing for me is you know San Francisco was great last season. They're better this season. Yep. When you add a Christian McCaffrey to your team, you're usually adding him to be your starting running back, and he is your new offensive focal point probably. It's not what they did. They added him to an already star-studded offense where they already had a strong running back. They actually had two strong running backs, Jeff Wilson Jr., who had looked pretty good as a fill-in, and Elijah Mitchell when he comes back. They didn't need him by any means. No. They just said, oh, well, we can get him. We can get him at a solid rate. Let's go get him because, well, you know, he's one of the best running backs in the game. You put the football in his hands, can't stop him. And, and Debo Samuel kind of plays the – the wide back, right? And Debo is just as effective of a runner. I mean, so you're really talking about, oh, we lost Jack. We've got three running backs, really. I mean, again, fine. You you call Debo the wide back. I, I kind of call him that. You can do and, everything. But when you think about it, it's a combination of just star-studded offense with a quarterback who – Again, I know we don't give him his flowers enough, but he's a he's good quarterback. For that offense. He's perfect. He is for a that good offense. quarterback. He makes plays. He is competent. He he's a. I like Jimmy G. I would take Jimmy over a lot of quarterbacks. But the in thing this is, league. but the thing and is, there's the, a reason. And then the defense. The defense actually, is awesome. That actually was my small question. Sorry, I had a um, connection oh, issue. Um, that was my small question. As quarterbacks. Who, as quarterbacks, just the quarterbacks, forget the team, as quarterbacks, who would you take? Jimmy G or Dak Prescott? Jake? Uh, I got to be honest. Um, I'd take Jimmy, and there's only one real reason. So Dak, to me, has the higher upside in terms of rushing ability, uh, ability to escape the pocket and make those special plays. But why I choose Jimmy is is really what it boils down to. Of He learned from Tom Brady. He knows winning. And he clearly continues to win, which to me is really important. Jimmy in the playoffs is a great quarterback, uh, and he's been on some good teams. 
he wins. He Jimmy in the playoffs, he wins, and there's no question about it. He's been to a Super Bowl last year, an improbable run, uh, or what most would have considered an improbable run because they shouldn't have been that way. He did it. He, he continued to do it. And Dak, not that he's not a talented quarterback, I think he's a more talented quarterback and more versatile. He just doesn't win in the big games, especially in the playoffs. So I would rather maybe take the slightly lower ceiling of Jimmy, but a higher floor and guaranteed potential to win with him as opposed to Dak, who probably has a higher ceiling, but a potential lower floor if he plays really poorly and, more importantly, hasn't proven himself in those bigger games. At least with Jimmy, I know what I'm getting. And, importantly, again, most importantly, I'm getting a guy I can trust to win me games, and he's done it. Yeah. That's, to me, in a playoff team, that's what you want. You you don't need the Lamar Jacksons, the Patrick Mullins. You just need a guy you can trust to win games. That's what you want mm-hmm. at the, the end only, of the day. The only, way I'm, the only way I'm taking Jimmy G – I mean, I'm not taking Dak in the playoffs. But the only way I'm taking Jimmy G in this scenario is if he's on the Niners. If you're telling me you put him on the Seahawks and they're a playoff team, I'm not taking Jimmy G. If you're telling me you put him on the Browns and they're a playoff team, I'm not taking Jimmy G. If you put him on any team, basically, other than the Niners, I'm not taking him. The only reason I'm taking him is because he fits. He, he's a scheme guy. Like, he fits this scheme. That's he all does. he is. And it's no knock on him. It's just he's never going right. to be an elite player. He's a scheme guy. Like, that's... You know, he fits right what they need him to do. Again, doesn't lose you the game. He's not going to win you it. But the team is good enough around him to where it's like, hey, just don't go lose the game. Make a couple throws because you do got a good arm. It's not like he's got a bad arm. Mm -hmm. But just make some throws and don't turn it over and we'll take care of the rest. And that's there's not many teams in the NFL that have that are like that. Yeah. Do you take him in New England if he did? If he never left the Patriots. Hell no. Yeah. Mm, interesting. I would. I would. Belichick clearly liked him. Belichick clearly could use him right. In his yeah, games, when, I mean, he, when he started, he was great. And Belichick. Sometimes, I don't think we give Jimmy enough credit. I'm not saying he's this elite level talent, but I think he's actually better than we maybe give him credit for. And it's just hard to judge how good he is because we've only really seen him on two teams. We've seen him on the Patriots as a backup and a fill in. And now the Niners, and I got to be honest, I think the Niners are foolish to try and get Trey Lance to start for them. I know they like him, but they have to. I mean, they traded Jimmy's, up. They traded but but I'm saying, I'm it. saying, having gotten him yeah. to me was silly. Like, why would you, yep. why would you walk away from what's working? I, I get you think he's the generational talent, but Jimmy wins you games. Jimmy helps you get to the playoffs. Jimmy helps you go on runs. Are, they mortgage the future well, to do that. But, so my point is, is why mess with the future? I mean, you know, why not take those picks, draft guys, and keep a guy that clearly does exactly what you want out of him? I, I, you only... know, I didn't, I didn't get the, the I didn't get the trade, the Trey Lance uh, draft myself neither, because me personally, you figure, okay, Jimmy G was eight minutes away from his first Super Bowl ring. Then yeah. last year in the playoffs, he lost to Patrick Holmes. Exactly. You know, then last year in, in the NFC Championship game, he was a blown fourth quarter lead away from um from, from his second Super from Bowl Super in Bowl. three years. In my opinion, in my humble opinion, Jimmy Garoppolo was not the problem. Kyle Shanahan is the problem. He blows leads in big games. That's what he does. Who was the offensive coordinator for the Falcons when they gave up that uh, 28-3 lead? 
But they don't hear me. They don't hear me. Shanahan's the problem, not Jimmy G. He's a good coach. Don't get me wrong. But you're and I. But I. He's just a choke artist. Call him what he is. He's just a choke artist. Let me paint you. I'm going to paint you a different picture. All right. Okay, Bob Ross. Painting. All right. All right. We're trading up, guys. Let's go back to the draft. We're trading up to the number three pick. All right. (laughs) We're not taking Trey Lance. We're happy with Jimmy G. On the board is Jamar Chase. Jalen Waddle or Kyle Pitts. Ooh. Instead of Trey Lance, you could have Jamar Chase or Jalen Waddle or Kyle Pitts. Uh, well, that'll we be Kyle Pitts, and, but I get your team point. You have now with Jimmy G, you could just say, hey, Debo and Ayuk and Kittle, hey, here's Jamar Chase or Jalen mm-hmm. Waddle with it. Yeah. Here's a big man with great <laughs> overall skill. <laughs> or here's. Here's an incredible good. deep threat to just add to this already. Nobody could stop that. And like, then, and then I'd like to point out they'd also still have likely traded for CMC this season just because they Ooh, could. So now you're yeah. talking about either Jamar Chase or Jalen Waddle <laughs> with Debo, Brandon Ayuk, George Kittle. <laughs> ben, ben, I don't care what. I, no, you know what? I'm, I, I, I'm just going to say it. I don't care what nobody say. You can flame me for it. On paper, that's a better offense than Kansas City. That's a Tell me I'm lying. Tell me I'm lying. That lineup, that lineup is better than Kansas City. The only thing that they have better is the quarterback. That's the best offense in the history of the NFL right there. <laughs> that's shit. You don't even got to have an elite quarterback. Because of those weapons, you've never seen a, an assortment of weapons put together like that. You could put Peyton Manning's corpse out there yep. from when he won a Super Bowl and he would be MVP because he'd throw like five touchdowns. Why? Because you just put it in the playmaker's hands and they'll do the rest for you. Uh, th- that's the thing that, you know, I, I get you wanted to tr- get Trey Lance, but you didn't need him. He wasn't necessary. You have the weapons. Jimmy yeah. just has to get it to his playmaker's hands. And and Trey Lance has to do any quarterback would have to do the same thing, honestly. Put it in your playmaker's hands, and they'll do the rest. So it makes this team so awesome. It's why I, I'm picking them as my favorite. Because the defense they is the phenomenal. The, the, they're, they're, they, they are awesome on defense, one of the best in the league. And offense, it's so easy, I could do it. Just get it to the right guy, and that's it. Just they literally lead the league in yards after the catch. Yeah, so, they're awesome. <laughs> they lead the league in yards after the catch, man. Awesome. We talked about the Eagles and the Niners. What about the rest of the field? Like in the NFC, like what do we think about them? What do we think about the Seahawks? What do you think about the Vikings? Overrated. What do you think about Everybody's, the Bucks? What do we think about the Giants? Me, what do we like? What every, do we think about these? What, every what? every single team to me doesn't deserve to go to the playoffs. The NFC, we have said this many a time. Now look, the Giants have a good defense and a not so great offense. Okay, and I'm not going to pretend. And, and yes, and Shame. that's fine. But the, okay, the Vikings. Okay. I think they're a good team, and I think they deserve to make the playoffs. I think the Cowboys, they're also good. But when you go outside of those three teams, the Eagles – actually, those four teams, the division winners or and, and the Cowboys. Oh, the Bucks. Yeah, the Bucks lead there. I'm going sk- to oh, mention them. I'm, I'm saying, so you really, what, what should be the four division winners? Because the, the Cowboys would win almost pretty much any other division. <laughs> they, they'd be able to win any other division. They are mm-hmm. – they're 7-3. Okay, they're, they're one of the best teams. So the Bucks, Seahawks, even my Giants, I don't like admitting it, but they're not good. They don't deserve to be in the playoffs. They're getting there, in my opinion, by default. The Bucks have looked abysmal. I don't think 
I don't think they're going anywhere. And I understand Tom Brady does magical things in the playoffs, but he just doesn't look like Tom Brady this year. Okay. The Seahawks are a fun story, but defensively, they're not so hot. Okay. They're a good offense that really started off hot and they've tapered off a little bit. Just hey, as shout a out to K9. He's running the hell out of that ball. Right. And, and and the team as a whole, in my opinion, is kind of tapered off a little bit. Not that they're bad. They're just not as hot as they started. And, you know, so when, when, when you look at it like that, it's, you know, and then the Giants I've already mentioned. So when you look at it like that, it's like, yeah, there's, there's a couple good teams. But I look at the AFC and, for me at least, I go, wow, this is a just Loaded. stacked set of teams. Uh, the the only team that's not really, I don't call them stacked, but the I guess the worst of the seven, for me would probably be the Patriots at number six. Can, and I wouldn't, can I we wouldn't bring even... up the playoff picture, like just who's in yeah. right now. Like, can we bring that because that's because yeah. I was looking at it the other day, and it was actually fun to look at because there's so many interesting matchups with with the. Uh, like with with what if the playoffs started today? This is this is yeah. one through no. one through six, no. and then seven yeah. is the Seahawks and Bengals. All right, so so what's so, that? Dolphins as the two. So the Dolphins the will go. Hold on, who's traveling to Miami the first round? It would the be Bengals? Dolphins. Okay, it would be Dolphins, Bengals, which would be Titans, a really good Cats, game. Ravens, Bills, all great games. Titans, Pats, all Ravens, great games. Yep, yeah. yep. All great games. As yeah. Ravens, for the Bills. NFC. Oh my gosh, Ravens Bills would be so much fun. Pats, Vikings, Seahawks, Giants, Giants, Niners, and then Bucks, Cowboys, and we already know what's going to happen. Which leads me to my next point. Which leads me to my next point. Number one, Tom Brady is undefeated against Dallas. We know this. Number two, everyone raves it. I don't want to take nothing away. Dak is talented. The Cowboys have a, a, a really good team. But we've read this story before. We've seen it before. They get to the playoffs and they're gonna find a way to cowboy it up. Case in point, who eliminated them last season? The 49ers. We just got done talking about. And you can check the gauntlet because I said this. I said the Niners had a better team. I said they got the defense to get them fits. And what happened? They smacked them. They They punched them in the face, right in their house. So we already know what's gonna happen. I'm not apologizing to you, Cowboys fans, because y'all have seen it too. You know, so with that being said, <clears throat> and seeing as that would be the first round matchup, is the Cowboys would have to travel to Tampa. Uh, past that, that's kind of hard. Yeah, it's I funny mean, how the AFC is spread out with like more like really but, good but, teams, but it's, the it's NFC has the two best that. teams. Yeah, the, the and, NFC has the two best teams. You know, so you know that's that's why it's kind of you know hard to tell. And I'm that's, definitely. That's, that's why, for me, I think the AFC is so much better. And it every is. team on the every team in the AFC has earned their playoff spot. Um, you know, again, the Patriots being the worst one, but their defense has been absolutely. They're an elite fantastic. defense. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So, you know, the Bengals being the seven seed is crazy, but yeah. they're a really good team. Yeah. Like Miami Chase has been out for a while if, too. If Miami does yeah. play them in the playoffs. That is going to be a fireworks oh show. Oh my gosh! Probably. It is going to it be. Is. You're going to have Tyree Kill, Jalen Waddle versus, uh, I, you know, we'll call it Tua, Tua Tyreek and and Waddle versus Burrow, Jamar Chase, and we'll call Joe Mixon their third star if you want. I mean, yeah, that's easy to say. Absolutely awesome. 
it I'm is that. to me it's just a, a beautiful matchup. And then when you look at it um, at the NFC, you're gonna get the Vikings and the Seahawks. Boring. Okay, I don't want to watch that. Okay, I, I don't care. I'm bored by that. That's whoever wins that. It doesn't mean anything to me. I don't. It's not gonna do anything. It's I boring as can be. Gino would finally go to the playoffs for the first time, man. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be mad at it. Um, I'd expect the. With that said, I expect the Vikings to slaughter them, but right. But I mean, hey, the Seahawks had a surprising season. They're probably the most surprising team in the league. You know, That's even fine. some people did kind of it's, see it coming because they was like, it's oh, just not Russ that is on the decline. The, the matchup, just, I would again, be, not that exciting. The the one that I don't think would be a good game to watch, and I'm sorry, Jake. I, I, I agree. That, I don't think the Giants Niners game whooped. would be a good game. I don't think that's a good matchup for the Giants. It's terrible. Like it's I one think of the it's a really bad matchup. Offenses versus a really good defense. That is the right. worst case scenario for us. You know, they're, they're really going to sell. It's a worse matchup for the Giants. They're really going to sell that good. though. They're really going they to sell that because of the historical the playoff connotations. Yeah, that the historical the Giants and Niners have met up how many times in the playoffs? They're going to oh, sell yeah. the hell out of that game. Oh, but, but just watching the game from a fan's it's perspective, boring. like the Niners are going to kill them. Like they're going to force they're they're going to force Daniel Jones to pass on that fantastic defense, and Bosa is going to eat him alive. Mm-hmm. It's just, I it's just I not love, a good matchup. I love my Giants, but. It's a, it's still, it's still a good feel good season because yeah, it is. No, of course. Who, who on this panel are watching saw the Giants going to the playoffs this year? Not at all. I, I thought they were I like did. a four win I, team. I after week one, I said we're going to the playoffs. After starting one and zero, I said we're going to the playoffs. That was all it took. Kudos to you. Who was your first game? Titans. Uh, Titans. Titans. That's right. Be a good okay. team. I said the Giants went one and zero, and the last time we'd done that, we went to the playoffs. I said Giants are going to the playoffs. Absolutely, book it now. And I was right. At this moment, and I'm proud to say, Giants are going to the playoffs most likely, barring. Ah, Kayla said not one bit. So of course she didn't. Jake, maybe Jake, you're lying. No, no, no. She didn't believe they were. Oh, Trust she me, didn't I, believe. I, okay. I said on Alex Fleming's NFL carousel after Week One, I will be the first to tell you that's exactly okay. where I said. It. And Eric can corroborate my story because he was like, "Wow, okay." I said they're going to the playoffs after Week One. It took one win. That's all it took. I said they are going to the playoffs this year because I saw the way they played. But it doesn't mean. I'm sorry, I got you because... mixed up with JB. You know, because JB doesn't like his teams. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> JB has to diss his teams in order for to, like this. It's like, like reverse the, psychology. For them to be good, yeah. Like like the Giants. The, the, the Giants were they're, they're, they're like seven and three right now, and they go nine yeah. and three. And he's like, oh man, them some bums. They ain't about to do that. Exactly. Like, them some bums. It's a way of not being let down. That's all. They'll win the Super Bowl. You go, nah, they were a bunch of bums. They got lucky. They haven't won back. back. Celebrate what happened. (laughs) He did it with the Yankees all year. Look, despite me saying that they have a good team, Jake, you've heard it. Despite me saying that they have a good team, them some bums. They're not about to win nothing. Not once did he root (laughs) for Super He's never happy. Not once did he root for sixty-two. He's like, I don't care. It's just a number. Me, I would be, I would be going crazy. But he's uh, like, ah, nah, who cares? <laughs> always. So, oh, quick. if someone on the Orioles was going for sixty-two, oh, dude, John would like open up his own yeah. solo show. He would have oh, no yeah. guests. Yeah. He'd be like, oh no, we're talking about all Orioles. Yeah, it's teal and orange. I would find a way to bring it up in every show, every conversation, every. Show. I promise. Every show. As as you should. So real quick, John, 
before we started the show, we got about nine-ish minutes, a little bit less. You wanted to bring something up. I don't know what it was. Yeah. You got, I, we got I time mean, to I talk wanna, about it? Yeah, I want to talk a little Thanksgiving. But first of all, I want to talk just quickly. What do we think about the Yankees and Mets potentially cheating? I mean, they could, Yankee fans could no longer say that the Astros are cheaters. They can't say that line anymore. What are you, Astros what are you about won the, in 2017 when the Yankees and Red Sox, right? Yankees and Red Sox both cheated. What, what cheating are you Astros talking did. about, John? Apparently, they, they've they been talking, what, about Judge? Mm. The, the the league found nothing. They found nothing. That's that's what Manfred um, – look, John, I can't go off I of trust, anything else. Yeah, other I than, trust Manfred. Other, other than what Manfred tells us. This is not like watching a game where I can tell you, I trust oh, I Manfred heard like I trust a bee on my, like, inside uh, my John, windshield while I'm driving. John, here's the difference. When the Astros cheated, at least I could say, oh, well, I saw these things – these are things that happen behind closed doors. We just don't know. I'm not saying it didn't happen. I just, I don't, I don't have any evidence that says they did or didn't. At least with the Astros when they cheated, I'm like, yeah, well, I saw it and I heard it. I'm not stupid. You know what I mean? Like, how, I'm not well, saying like, it how, didn't. How can that be cheating? Like, what did they do wrong? He's a free agent. If I, if I'm correct, I think they spoke to him before the free agent before? period, where you were before you were supposed to be speaking to them. Gotcha. But, Okay. Yeah, I just want to be clear, like because I looked at it and I was like, he's a free agent, and if yeah, I don't know if they do sign in trades in baseball like they do basketball. I don't think they do. Mm -mm, no. But like, I was just like confused. I mean, they he's could. A free but, agent, no. like it's something that happens all the time. What, what exactly what we're talking every, about right now? It's something that happens all the time, every single time. Yeah, even in college, just, and, and even in college, and schools could get fined for like stuff like that. Yeah. You know, of course. Yeah, you, you know, yeah. It, it's just something that happens all what? the time. Let me tell you, whenever you are in an, an entity, college or pro, yep. yeah, where you are in a position to bring in revenue, is it out of the realm of thought that people want to get a competitive advantage? I'm making millions. That's on the line. You know what I mean? So that's why yeah. with the whole sign picking thing, just like okay, it was it was somebody that was reading an article with the whole sign picking thing with the Astros. Dude was like, man, it's just a tool in the tool belt, you know. Who dudes out there making millions of dollars? I know if someone was on that field, it's like, hey man, look, sliders come away or whatever. Okay, you know, like, but as far as this goes, and even then, I still think to a certain extent they should mend that rule because if someone has an intention to go to free agency from the moment they declare. It should be open season. Stop setting the date. Oh, we gotta wait till uh five weeks after the season ended. No, 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 no. The second anything. they declare for free agency, it should be open season. To me, I this agree. is a non-issue because it's a dumb rule. I mean, think about the rule. NFL. Think about the NFL when free agency comes, and we're all like, "Oh man, free agency is Tuesday at. It starts at Tuesday at midnight, and like three days before free agency starts." Adam Schefter and Ian Rappaport and all these guys are like are already telling us that yeah. deal mm -hmm. you're done. And it's like, well, isn't that, isn't that cheating? Like, yeah, it is. But does anybody give a rat's ass? Not no, really. nobody cares. They don't sign the actual mm -hmm. contracts until exactly. midnight at, on Tuesday or whatever. Who cares? Like that's, that's how when midnight on Tuesday hits and you know, JPP has signed a deal at 12, 12 o'clock or 1201. Guess what? Like, Who cares? It'll happen three days before. Who gives a rat's ass? Move on with Doesn't their matter. lives because it happens in every sport and nobody yeah, cares except absolutely. baseball. Absolutely. It's just stupid. Stupid, stupid, stupid is what it is. 
So what are you guys' uh, before we go because thanks two days before Thanksgiving. What are yeah. you guys' favorite like dishes? Like aside from turkey, like is there any special dishes you look Easy. forward to? I got two, but I'll let you guys go first. Uh-huh. I'll let Jay start it up. Uh, stuffing. Uh, cornbread dressing, stuffing, whatever you want to call it. Love it. I've I've loved it since the tyke. Always will. Uh, you know, just the right spices and ingredients in it. I mean, I I just have to have it. I gotta have it. That and I'm here to let everyone know. Okay, it's gonna be an unpopular opinion. Okay, Uh-oh. green bean casserole is not that bad. No. It's average. It's, it's average. It's not terrible. It's average. It's it's average, and that's okay. It's average. Of course, there are way better dishes, and there could be very well worse dishes. It's a Jimmy G of Thanksgiving dishes. Jimmy G's right? also been to a bowl in the NFC Championship <laughs> game. Yeah, we're talking about Jimmy G. Oh, it's not that bad. It's it's not that bad. It's it's right in the middle. It's right in the middle. It's in the middle. It's right in the middle. I don't get like. I don't get I like, like half a plate full. I get like a, a, a I get like a small spoonful or something. You know, I got baked mac and cheese and stuffing and and maybe a little bit of cranberry sauce. You know, oh. may, maybe a little bit of wild rice. But Jay, you know, you're hurting my heart. It's not <laughs> even that heart. much. It's like it's like it's like it's that much. So it's gross. like that much. It's like it's like this much. It's like a bite. So is there anybody yeah. like is there a certain person that makes that dish for you or do you make it like each year do you look forward to a family member you know what i mean like is there a special person that that makes that dish each year for you go to their house or whatever um seeing as like trade secrets kind of go around the family now it's more like because like it used to be like my grand my late grandparents but then um ever since then it's like you know my uncles have stepped up my aunts have stepped up and everything my cousins and and they, they all kind of you know share the city. Yeah, they may have a little bit of you know um they may have a, a few modifications here and there. But outside of that, um, just like we're going, my cousin's flying in on Thursday, so it'll probably be my aunts and uncles just kind of combined bringing things. And good. you know you know there you go. Just it, it, it just yeah. kind of, that's how I picked up after you know my predecessors passed away and everything. Gotcha. So John, Jake, Jake all right, I'll go. I'll go. I'll go. It was two easy answers. And Jay, you kind of mentioned it. Mac and cheese, man. Mac and Make cheese is one of the cheese. best dishes. That is, you give me a whole plate of that and turkey, and I will eat nothing else except for the next dish, <laughs> you know, the next side of the menu. There are three things I, I have to eat on, on Thanksgiving. Baked mac and cheese. Turkey. Mm-hmm. I got to eat turkey. I got to have my mac and cheese. And I got to have sweet potato casserole. If you tell me otherwise... You're, it is sweet potatoes and marshmallows. What's Ooh, not to like? It's yeah. just delicious. What's yes. not to like? Yes. Is, uh, I mean, look. Sweet potato pie is my favorite. I love sweet potatoes, oh, man. Jay, I love sweet Jay, potatoes. Jay, sweet potato fries. You name it. Jay is working his way back into my heart now. Good job. That right there. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I love sweet potatoes. Nothing, nothing to dislike. Give me cornbread. Give me stuff. I love it all. But if I got to pick just a couple things, I got to pick one dish, one main thing, and two sides. That is all I'm taking. I'm taking turkey. With some sweet potato casserole and mac and cheese, I'm done. I'm a happy now, man. Sweet. Now, I, now I, you, I, I, I'm oh, go ahead, John. I'm sorry. I'm traditional. I do the, you know, the mac and cheese, the corn, the turkey rolls. You All know, them, yeah. I'm not a big gravy guy, but I'm okay with gravy. But I look forward to we go to my uncle's house, and I look forward to the chocolate pie 
and the pumpkin Ooh. pie. He always has a he always good has really good chocolate pie. That always I good always look forward to. And I told my daughter, I'm like, hey, when we get there, it's gonna have you really good have chocolate pie and a really good pumpkin pie. And it's gonna be fantastic. That's what I look for. She's gonna go so crazy. Always. Watch. Yes. She's gonna Absolutely. go nuts. Now, now right. Jake, you know that mac and cheese, this baked mac and cheese. And when you scoop it, when you scoop it oh. and bring it up, it has to look like you put on a slice of pizza out the oh. <laughs> you got the long cheese. The long have, cheese. <laughs> and if they have any of the burnt parts on top, oh, I want I one. want like the little yeah. burnt part crisp. Get that I want that. I want that on, part. You can have oh. the middle. On that note, though, gentlemen, we got to wrap up. We got about forty-five seconds. Jay, very quickly, where can people find you? Right, hey, uh, fellas, thanks for uh, bringing me on once again. Confidential. We'll have a uh, one-off episode in December where we'll talk about free agency, and then the one-off yep. in January we'll talk about uh, spring training, and then we'll be back in February full force. Uh, we'll let you guys yeah. know the time. No more slumber party, so it's going to be an earlier time. Uh, Punish right. Punnett Wednesday tomorrow night. Myself. Uh, Jacob, Scott, and uh, and Jennifer. Uh, the Gauntlet Friday. Uh, we actually are taking off for the uh, holidays. So everyone enjoy the holiday. We'll be back the next Friday. And Basket Bros Sunday. That's uh, myself, Dom, Jake. Uh, yeah, and uh, and that's Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, Everybody. indeed. Sorry, to everybody. It's all right. No, it's all right. Mm-hmm. I, we we got to wrap this up anyway. But at Jake underscore Malik. Check out Sideline Sports at all these places. And on that note, everybody, please have a happy Thanksgiving. Enjoy all the foods we mentioned. Enjoy your loved ones. And we will see everybody uh, actually next week. One, one week from now. your turkey well done. Project. I'm DC. I host the Rock Podcast. Back to the arena, the interviews. It's about a 30-minute podcast where I talk one-on-one with a band who has released new music. You can find us on all the best podcast sites like Spotify, Apple, Google, iHeartRadio, and more. If you're a rock band like me, subscribe today to Back to the Arena, the interviews. Electric acid. Today is working for me. Do you believe that for yourself? Hey, I'm Pastor Julie, and I want to empower you through encouragement, inviting you to my podcast, Big Truth Encouragement, where I unpack living a faith-filled life. I created my podcast for the ladies, but gentlemen, you'll gain something too. So I invite you to listen to Big Truth Encouragement on ElectroCast and any platform where you listen to your podcast. ElectroCast.